0: Sing out the jubilee With all the fire we can breathe They used to say you, in politics, you can't be caught. Or it's like, you'd rather be caught with a dead woman than a live boy. Something like that.
1: Oh, because being gay is more egregious. I
0: think. I'm talking out of my butt. Uh I don't really know. Mm. But the line used to be... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my. We're back. Welcome.
1: So I'm looking at this ad that we picked up at the grocery store over the weekend. What ad is it? From Aldi, because we're big Aldi nerds. And Aldi has successfully achieved the highest prize in public relations. What's that? um brand loyalists like the best thing that a brand can do is have loyal fans like once you have loyal fans you've hit the jackpot you're home free
0: yeah i mean i've seen those facebook groups what are you talking about
1: so in their ad this week they are now going to be selling the aldi gear collection like swag so like aldi branded Bucket hats, jackets, slides, fanny packs. I kind of want the fanny pack. And everything's under $10. So if you're not familiar with Aldi, it is a. They're known for having low prices. And a lot of people think that that means that they have low quality food, but they don't. It's a German owned grocery line. And they are able to keep their prices low because they have special relationships with their vendors and they don't have the other like fancy i'm pretty sure we've talked about aldi on the podcast before Um, Probably they don't have like the fancy aesthetic that other grocery stores have so they just kind of have bare shelves and industrial just like open ceilings with the ventilation exposed and they don't spend all the money for fancy shelving and everything else and they make you put in a quarter for the grocery cart
0: which reduces their labor costs.
1: Mhm. Yeah, they ha- yeah, because nobody has to go around the parking lot rounding up carts because even just a quarter <laughs> we're so cheap that even people will put their carts back just to get 25 cents back.
0: And they can run an entire store with a handful of employees unlike mm-hmm. another grocery store.
1: And now they've put also just recently put in self-checkout lines, so they're decreasing their need for labor even more. Right. So since Aldi is German owned, They have their store brand, which is Simply Nature, and it has to follow the European food standards.
0: Which are stricter than America's?
1: Yeah, a lot stricter.
0: And another way they keep prices low is they might not have all the brands you're used to at Kroger, but they have something equivalent. And as long as you can get over not having the same label that you might be used to, it works. And I've seen that's the biggest hesitation that some of our friends and family have from shopping there you can't get prego you have to get a different kind of spaghetti sauce but prego is not that good for you anyway
1: you're showing your origins kroger oh we shop
0: we shopped at walmart i don't want anyone to think <laughs> i'm fancy but we had kroger and walmart
1: because kroger is the standard for just texas or the south or
0: i know it's regional but like Kroger owns Dillon's, which is the local grocery is, store here.
1: But also we have Hy-Vee and Price Chopper here. And those are competitors. So I would have said Price Chopper. That would have been my like standard run-of-the-mill grocery store.
0: And I had never heard of that until we moved to Kansas. And then... In Virginia, we had Giant. Giant. hmm
1: But we, al- we also had Trader Joe's closest, closer to us in Virginia.
0: Oh, and th- that's excellent. It, if it wasn't almost an hour away here, we'd go there all the time. Mm-hmm.
1: Whenever I post about food or easy dinners or grocery lists on Instagram, I get a ton of responses because people like us who are trying to be as self-sustaining as possible and save as much money as possible and maybe make it such that one parent can stay home with the kids, you know, you have to scrape up every single penny from under the couch cushions and groceries is behind rent probably our biggest line item on our budget. Easily. Yeah. Yeah. So this is an area where if you put in extra effort, you can really increase your margin.
0: Yeah. I wish Walmart leaned into that slogan. I don't even know if it's their current slogan, but it used to be save money, live better. Mm. But the quality at Walmart is lower (laughs) as far as we can tell.
1: Yeah. So we like to go to Aldi for... Gosh, we started going when we um, got married in Virginia Mm -hmm. and we realized that if we just bought our meat products that we would save, and this was several years ago, so I'm sure the margin is larger now, at least $200 a month just for two people for meat products because at the time we were following a keto diet and so we were eating a lot of meat and a lot of cheese and at Aldi you can find 100% grass-fed beef. It's for 5.99 a pound, I believe, and it goes on sale for cheaper. Sometimes they sell family packs for lower than that. Mm-hmm. That price is comparable to when Costco sells grass-fed beef. Guys, I do this like <laughs> I'm mostly a stay-at-home mom, so I am all about This is like my thing right now trying to figure out how to save a penny on food. So She's pr- good at gathering. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm into hunting and gathering right now. <laughs> so the grass-fed beef is definitely one thing. Like I would just go to Aldi just for that. They have organic cheeses, which taste really good. And they have a lot of varieties. They've got smoked gouda. They've got white cheddar, sharp cheddar. I mean, the whole gambit. I'm trying to think what else they have. They have organic pasta, which is really good, very cheap. They sell the what you were talking about, the pasta sauce earlier
0: yeah, Rao's, which is generally recognized as a very clean, healthy alternative to it's, most pasta yeah. sauces.
1: Instead of being its base being tomato puree, it's steamed whole tomatoes. So you're getting the entire tomato, which has got more vitamins and more fiber and all of that. Mm. Also, it tastes really good.
0: We used to get eggs there, but...
1: We used to get eggs there, but now we get them from our second favorite place, which is Natural Grocer's. And I don't think we had one next to us in Virginia. I think they're kind of sparse.
0: They could be. I know they're in Texas and Kansas. I think we
1: have one here in Lawrence in substitute of a Trader Joe's. Because mm-hmm. I've always thought Lawrence is a hippie town. Why don't they have a Trader Joe's? But I think we have a natural grocer instead.
0: And we have the Merk,
1: The Merck and Sprouts, Sprouts across town. Oh, on the west side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The west side. So we get eggs from Natural Grocer and if you're a member which literally is just like your phone number it's not like we pay some monthly or annual fee we get the pasture raised eggs there for 5.99
0: Yeah and when eggs were crazy a month or so ago the regular eggs at Walmart were more expensive than the pasture raised mm-hmm. ones we got at Natural Grocer
1: I know and I kept telling people that and they just like didn't change their behavior they're like oh that's cool and they, <laughs> whatever But they recently went up another dollar because the supply chain stuff
0: but we have a hookup and the toddler's teacher has mm-hmm. chickens and mm-hmm. uh, they offered two dozen today so
1: did you did you get them
0: i'll get them when i pick them up
1: nice i know we've kind of talked about this before jace has a milk allergy he's got an anaphylactic reaction to anything with casein in it so we have to get a lot of alternative things like alternative cheeses and milks for him and he says that i don't have to but i do Because I do not like to prepare a meal that someone can't eat. Because then I feel like we end up preparing two meals.
0: I'm glad she said that. Because I have said from the outset I'm happy to make my own stuff. And it makes less sense to me to buy the expensive vegan alternatives that might have a markup. Just because they're vegan when all I'm trying to do is avoid milk.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you are unlike the suburban moms. Like, do you have a gluten-free menu at restaurants? And you're very much like, this is you. Um, I just, I, I have a milk allergy. It's fine. I just, I'll just, i die if I have cheese, but don't worry about it. It's, it's fine if there's, it's, it's okay. Just whatever.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm not that passive. Don't kill me. But if you could make an omelet with olive oil instead of butter, I would appreciate it.
1: Yeah, but you're so non-confrontational that you're like, if it's just a burger patty, it's fine. And I'm like, if you could just ask the chefs, I know it's extra work, but if you could ask the cooks, maybe if they have a rye bread or something without dairy, that'd be awesome.
0: That's true. Well, but last time I tried, we last time we went out, we went out for brunch. Mm, and yeah. the waitress was not having it.
1: No, that's fine. We can, we can tussle over some bacon and eggs. It was good. So we also go to Costco, but very, like, irregularly because it is a drive. And I feel like Costco, you have to commit to going to Costco.
0: Yeah, if you don't know what's already there and you have a plan and you know what aisles to go down, you have to see everything or you're going to miss something. Yeah,
1: whenever you go to Costco, you need to be prepared for someone to cry. It's going to be the toddler, the baby, mom or dad because it's overstimulating everything you want everything. Everything. So you end up putting everything in your cart and then you go to check out and it's like $432. So someone by the end of the trip is in tears. So you Mm -hmm. really have to like have your list ready to go and be mentally, emotionally prepared to go to Costco.
0: (laughs) And that's a good example of a place that has some healthy options mixed in Mm -hmm. with the regular.
1: Yeah, we should plug a recommendation right about now. If you do not follow him, follow Bobby Parrish his handle is Flave City on Instagram isn't that his last name Parrish?
0: I was going to say you've been following him closer than I have. I know his name was Bobby. Hold on. Yeah, he often has Costco recommendations where he goes through and reads the labels and shows you healthy and cheap finds. Yeah. From week to week.
1: Bobby Parrish, like over a million followers, my internet's slow. One thing that he reviewed recently that I liked was the like the pouches For toddlers and babies that I'm sure every parent gives to their kids because they're so easy. It's got like the screw tops and it's mashed pureed fruit or sometimes meat and yogurt and oatmeal. And he went through and recommended the best brand. And it turns out we were not buying the best one available because it had slightly more sugar content than he preferred, which is like, eh, okay.
0: He's a stickler for added sugar. Mm -hmm. But if he says something that sounds kind of quacky, you can always check what... Flave City says against what Lane Norton says. And He's that bodybuilder guy that goes through all of the white papers and all of the mm-hmm. TikTok trends to debunk pseudoscience and give solid nutrition advice.
1: So I was like searching online before we started recording today to see if price comparisons between Whole Foods, Sprouts, and Natural Grocer. And Whole Foods is like 99% of the time more expensive than anyone. Whole Paycheck.
0: Which is weird. I mean, they had that reputation, but you would think after Amazon bought them, they would want to out-compete all of the healthy grocery mm-hmm. alternatives. I wonder why that hasn't happened. I know some of the speculation at the time was that it was an example of trying to make a monopoly, and the argument against monopolies is that the big business would then not have the competitive pressure to lower prices, but... Mm. When you have sprouts and natural grocers within driving distance, I don't understand why Whole Foods would keep that premium unless they do have an extra high quality product. And I don't think that's the case. I
1: I wonder if there's something to do with like generational preferences and priorities. Like I know older generations, older Gen X and baby boomers who might be health conscious still prioritize convenience over anything, versus people our age and younger who might be health conscious, I think are willing to put in more work to achieve healthy living. I think they're willing to go to the farmer's market or the store that's 30 minutes extra away for better quality food. So whereas Whole Foods might be more convenient because I think it's, there are more of them. Mm. I think that Possibly their business model was built on added convenience more than anything, which requires the higher prices. Or maybe they were just counting on people being willing to pay those. And we're out here trying to save a down payment for our first house. <laughs> so we're yeah, not we, shopping at a whole paycheck.
0: We missed that 2021 2% interest yeah. rate window.
1: So then between... I'm only g- going this granular because I've had a bunch of people ask me. Sprouts and Natural Grocer... Sprouts is sometimes better in price than natural grocer, but sprouts will still carry GMO and like lower quality when you're in terms of cleanliness than natural grocer will. Because natural grocer has a very, very strict criteria for anything that they even put in their store. But sprouts will put low quality stuff in there. And so I think that's why in terms of prices, they might be technically lower in the comparison.
0: Oh, because it's not... Apples to apples.
1: Right. And you and I talked about this. We were in a Sprouts and we were looking. I'm trying to dehydrate some apples. And it like I just assumed, since you're in a fancy green grocery store, that everything would be organic, but it's not. Mm -hmm. And their organic section in Sprouts is tiny.
0: Yeah, we were looking for grapes, I think it was. Grapes and and apples. They didn't have any.
1: Yeah. Well, they were all bought out, but it's because their organic section was little. It's like, I thought this was supposed to be, you know insert hair flip emoji here. <laughs> yeah,
0: In the back of my mind, I still have John Stossel making fun of the idea of organic and that it's mostly greenwashing or a labeling thing. Mm. But I've seen enough of what you wash off of some of this mm-hmm. stuff to wonder.
1: Yeah, we I do a lot of if I can't find something organic, which maybe we should also say we only buy organic produce that is in the Dirty Dozen list every year.
0: Which in... Is a list of things that have the most pesticides yeah. on them.
1: Mm-hmm. Somebody goes through the industry and aggregates which ones you should prioritize first. And it usually includes definitely table grapes, all grapes every single year. Mustard greens is another big one. I think bugs really like mustard greens. So yeah. farmers use a lot of pesticides on those. Apples is definitely another one every year that's on that list. You should buy organic Leafy greens like spinach, butter lettuce,
0: nectarines, bell peppers, cherries, peaches, pears. Bell peppers
1: are so hard to find organic, too. Yeah. That's like the first thing I want to go grow. Oh, and garlic. Oh. Because a lot of the garlic that's sold in regular grocery stores comes from China and it's like fed by sewer water or something crazy. Oh, man. Yeah. Or
0: it's allowed to.
1: It's allowed to be. But I mean, I don't. We don't even know what the truth is. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so I get that big tub from Costco that comes from California. We've sat down and really combed over the food budget. We're like, how can we save more money on food? And then we came to the realization that we would just have to eat pasta. (laughs) Because we hear people call into these finance shows and like, we only spend $80 a week to feed four people. And I'm like, they are eating butter and noodles from sunup to sundown and cereal like cereal and noodles
0: cereal for breakfast dry
1: Mm -hmm. yeah so the eggs and the meat is really what's going to cost you but it's all goes back to that phrase you either pay the farmer now or pay the doctor later welcome to free state podcast this is episode 14
0: We kick the tires on the 2024 presidential candidates, including those who haven't officially announced yet. So don't worry. It's not just about Donald Trump and Marianne Williamson. See which ones we would vote for, which ones we'd have to hold our nose to vote for, and which ones are absolute deal breakers.
1: If you want to get in touch with us or send us your own commentary on any of these candidates, you can send us a note at freestatepod at gmail.com. We check our messages there daily and we like to engage with listeners. I think so far the podcast has actually done better than we anticipated and we've got a good solid base now according to our our analytics. So if you are one of those people, please go ahead and um, participate in the conversation with us. Send us an email. You can send us a message too on the Anchor platform if you go to anchor.fm slash freestate. There's a way to send a voice message there. We've done that before if you've listened and we can play it on air and respond in real time. Enjoy.
0: If people are asking you about food recommendations, they ask me about elections. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, I know my job is political, but it's not that kind of politics. So I hate this question. But I think you and I are in a good spot to kind of take a survey of the field and give people a sense of how we're thinking about all these people that seem to be running for president.
1: I'm laughing because I'm reviewing our notes. There are some funny notes. Um. Yeah, so I've seen a lot about this guy, uh, the Indian guy. <laughs> What's his name? Vivek. Ramaswamy. Or Ramaswamy. I already know his nickname. Ramaswampy.
0: Oh, is he swampy, though? Or does it matter?
1: That's my like, that's what my intuition is telling me. I was looking at his Wikipedia, and he just feels like a tryhard to me.
0: Because he's young. What do you mean by tryhard?
1: Um, he feels like what is it called? A door salesman? A door to door salesman? Yeah. Yeah. Like he's trying to sell me a vacuum. Does he have a pampered chef?
0: That reminds me, when I was living in Michigan, I had a door-to-door saleswoman come one time, and she was selling Kirby vacuum cleaners, mm-hmm. which I think is where the video game character got that name. It's a very famous brand, apparently. But they wanted $1,200 for this vacuum, oh and she gosh. wouldn't get out of my living room until she demonstrated it. Like, she threw sand on my floor and all this stuff. What? Yeah, it was crazy. But Why I did felt, you not kick her out? I felt bad. She was...
1: What? Fat?
0: No, she wasn't fat. She Hot? no.
1: Just big breasts. <laughs>
0: <coughs> I, she had some physical challenges. She was disabled. Yes. And okay,
1: was that real or was she just wearing a cast?
0: No. Well, was I don't she, know if it was. She fake. Mentally retarded? She wasn't. No, it was a physical thing. She, Why don't you just say what it is? Well, I'm. This is an audio format. And it would be easier to act out, but it, she moved in a non-traditional way. I would what, just put it that really, way. I felt bad,
1: like the Trump reporter. Like, like
0: <laughs> I mean, really? Yeah,
1: it was probably a lie, Jace. I'm for realizing
0: it. that as we're recording this. Wow. But I felt bad. Oh man. I wasn't gonna. I didn't buy the vacuum.
1: She was probably dying. She was peeing her pants by the time she made it to her car. She was like, "This guy." So naive. Anyway, it's a nice Texas boy.
0: I didn't buy her vacuum.
1: Good, because they suck. I know. Wait, yeah, we got, got that. Wait. <laughs> oh no. Nope. <laughs>
0: there you go. There's a way to make that louder. But okay,
1: whatever. so he, I, I don't know. On his wiki, he says that he has a JD from Yale. Yes, thank you or J.D. from Yale, and he's the author of Woke Inc. and Nation of Victims. And he's labeled, quote, one of the intellectual godfathers of the anti-woke movement by Politico. So I really just think that he is being propped up by the RNC as just like... There's some faction left in the RNC that still wants this happy candidate who's going to just parade around and promote uh, free markets and anti-leftism just some form of anti whatever the whoever the democrats put up instead of someone that people can actually rally behind because of their own merits
0: i don't want to call you wrong oh okay but i knew about him before he was running for president he's a i don't know if he's a silicon valley guy but he had a bunch of money he's a hedge fund guy yes but the big claim to fame before he was running for president was that he was going to start a hedge fund and middle america i think it was either indiana or ohio and he was going to invest in industries and companies there to try and revitalize the homeland instead of just mm-hmm. new york financiers or tech bros mm-hmm.
1: it's like very jd vancey to me
0: yeah but mm-hmm. in that sense not just a free marketeer rnc type he was trying to do something with his wealth okay. to improve yeah things.
1: i agree with those principles i think that's a
0: and so in thing st- to do? <laughs> instead of a door-to-door salesman, he reminds me of Andrew Yang from last time around. Oh, r- really? He seems like he's running on a short list of issues that he's trying to get whoever the eventual nominee is to pick up.
1: Because he's the son of Indian immigrants and he's got that working for him. Um, I don't know. It feels way less authentic than Andrew Yang. There's that scene at the end of Toy Story 3, I think. And Barbie, tour guide Barbie, she goes, can I unscrew my smile now? And she talks about how her face is so sore. He feels like, to me, he just needs to unscrew his smile. I don't... His
0: big pitch is that when you elect people to go to Washington, they're not the ones who make policy. And so he wants to put the people back in control of the government. So it's a very anti-administrative state thing. Everyone says it, but he's making his platform the anti-woke, pro-America, Yes, I'm the son of immigrants, so I know the American story. I'm here by choice, and okay. I love this how country. Is he different? I'm gonna restore those ideals.
1: You like him?
0: His message is nice. Ah. I, I don't hate him. I'm I.
1: I think this is another vacuum salesman. Like I just, how is he? I'll ask you. How is he different than Nikki Haley?
0: My impression.
1: He's in his prime. Right. Yeah. <laughs>
0: My impression of Nikki Haley, right or wrong, is that she would be more likely to invade countries.
1: You get, you think that he wouldn't?
0: I would say that's not his focus, but her whole experience in the Trump administration was at the UN. And that seems to be one way she can differentiate herself from Trump. Mm. And she'll need to do that to win.
1: Yeah. It just doesn't come off like he has a backbone enough to care, or would care enough to like staff his own administration in some sort of like uh, dedicated, principled way, like someone like Trump or DeSantis would. But maybe my read is wrong.
0: Yeah, I mean, you're better. You're a better judge of character. Like that, just looking at something. We've mentioned this before. Whenever it just you're seems
1: kind of beta, to, me, to put what? it in a very shorthand way, there you go. <laughs> short but that could arms. be he's got short arms,
0: but Trump's got little hands, right?
1: <laughs> Does he? That's yeah. why well, I think I he's got short. I don't know. I think his clothes just fit him poorly, is the biggest thing.
0: Vivek Which... or Trump?
1: Trump. Okay.
0: I'm, I mean, I'll have to defer to you on the just immediate vibe check that you've got. <laughs> I Your don't brain hate him. does not operate. I don't hate at him. All. I'll have to see, no, not at all. Yeah. Which I'll is have, not a
1: bad thing. But
0: Well, it's why we're good together. You mm-hmm. have that initial reaction. And then that will keep me from being wasting hours with a vacuum salesman. Yeah. But then I can come in and see whether <laughs> you're right or not. And mo- usually you're right when we're talking about a movie, you're right. We'll see in his case. I'm glad he's in I, he hasn't said anything that I've seen that I hate. Yeah. So if he's on the well, stage, whatever. Well, I think that's on
1: purpose. I think he's saying so few things that he can't say anything that's wrong.
0: Well, there are plenty of people on this list mm-hmm. that fail that test. So let's move on from that. And I. Oh,
1: but we were gonna say.
0: Oh yeah. If, Would yeah. If ahead. he were the nominee, and we're assuming that whoever the other one is is horrible, awful. And you could never vote for that person no matter what. Would mm-hmm. you pull With a gun the to lever? Your head. With a gun to your head. So like the other candidates, not Joe Biden or whatever. It's like the sweet meteor of death. There's mm-hmm. something coming. And it'll be <laughs> apocalyptic if the other side wins. Do you vote for Vivek Ramaswamy?
1: Yeah, I would. I would. Same. With a gun to my head.
0: Same. So Vivek's running as a Republican. Mm-hmm. We also have Marianne Williamson. Mm. back from 2016 mm-hmm. she is going to challenge joe biden i think is she running as a democrat
1: mm. pretty
0: sure mm. i can fact check this right now
1: my notes for marianne williamson say mommy mommy sorry <laughs> she's good looking
0: ballotpedia has her as democratic so she's challenging biden so will this be like a Ted kennedy challenging jimmy carter thing
1: well in her announcement video that i watched on Twitter. She says we should, quote, return to the principles of Franklin Delano Roosevelt to alleviate suffering. And she includes examples of implementing universal health care and UBI and the like. So she started strong. She's got high cheekbones. But yeah. Oh, I was also reading her wiki. She wrote a weight loss book in 2010. Yeah. And it's very I know this about her, but she's very like uh, woo woo.
0: Yeah, New Age. So the Mm -hmm. title of her book matches that woo-woo-ness.
1: A Course in Weight Loss, Spiritual Lessons for Surrendering Your Weight. And then I was reading a Business Insider article about the book. And this is a piece from it. Williamson's approach has some similarities to 12-step programs like Alcohol Anonymous and Overeaters Anonymous, the latter of which, quote, offers physical, emotional, and spiritual recovery for those who suffer from compulsive eating. The book also insists losing weight is the key to becoming, quote, more your true self and that by praying enough, you can achieve the spiritual and physical, is that a word? Svelteness? Or did I just misty Svelteness? Yeah. Yeah. Svelteness.
0: When you say someone's svelte, they're well put together strong.
1: Okay. God wants you to have. So you just pray. Pray it away. Williamson approves of putting a picture of a supermodel, but with your face on the model's body on your fridge (laughs) as inspiration. I'm going to put my face on her body.
0: It's like the secret. Hmm. That book, The Secret. So in the woo-woo circles, the Oprah book club. Oh, So okay. this Course in Weight Loss is off a play on A Course in Miracles, which was a new age spirituality book. But The Secret was this idea that if you manifest whatever you have a vision board, then the uh, universe yeah. will work to mm-hmm. grant you the things you put on there. So if you put your head on Marianne Williamson's <laughs> body, maybe you too will challenge Joe Biden when you're 35 or whatever.
1: But can you imagine how that would go, like, especially on a general stage, just all of the fat activists? Oh, fair. All up on her.
0: I, I mean, it makes I don't, me like her. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't think she's going anywhere to have to even worry about that. But yeah, she would have to deal with I think Biden nominated someone to some USDA board about obesity who thinks that it's all genetic
1: cool to be obese yeah oh right no i did see that yeah so
0: it doesn't matter what you eat
1: um so is she also kind of like greenpeace is she
0: she's more like green party so i think yeah that she might be simpatico on the anti-war thing who was
1: that jill stein yeah mm-hmm.
0: i think she'd be more like that than biden certainly
1: yeah for sure
0: so there's some overlap there but when I was talking about Vivek Ramaswamy not saying anything disqualifying, the first thing you said from her about reviving FDR, I'm like, okay, I'm out.
1: So she's, she's fat phobic, and she wants to put Japanese people in internment camps. <laughs> <laughs> I would vote for her.
0: <laughs> I mean...
1: I would, with a gun to my head, if that's what we're using. Oh, she's right. a yes for me. Oh, gosh. Mostly because I want to be friends with her.
0: There was... Another podcast I was listening to that said COVID was a good barometer for the health of your local church, Mm. how they reacted to the restrictions. Did they immediately stop in-person gatherings and whatnot? This might be my COVID moment. I think I'd still say no because I'd be judged eternally for voting for someone who's explicitly against that idea. What idea? Uh, the idea of America in general, but she doesn't
1: like America.
0: Her idea of America is different from mine. If Uh I had to guess based on the few things I've read from her. Okay. And that applies to everyone on this list, but in the things that matter most, her gut reaction on a policy level is going to be the opposite of mine. Still, even if she's better than other democratic alternatives.
1: You say she'd be the opposite on on how you feel about any particular issue, but I don't know that that's true across the board.
0: Not across the board, but on a lot of the hot button issues of the day, like marriage and Mm. abortion and guns Mm. and education and the stuff that's going to be in my face every day. Yeah. Yeah. We've always been at war. I wonder how she feels about
1: woke stuff, trans stuff.
0: I'd imagine she's in lockstep, but I'm not sure.
1: See, I like a girl that you can be not sure about. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I'm not actually trying to be that wasn't I'm not tr- trying to be That's cute fair. or whatever. Like I respect someone who doesn't come off like they're just going to be a puppet for whatever party. She doesn't come off to me like That's she'd fair. be a puppet. That's fair. Not that she has the um uh I don't know. Not that she has any like political mass of any sort behind her, not, you know, with terms in terms of experience or um, connections or anything like that like when we when Hillary Clinton was running for office she had the corporate structure yeah, politics a, a machine, standing behind yeah. her yeah you know but and Mary Marianne Williamson is not like that and so realistically she doesn't have a shot but I I just think that she has a spine
0: yeah I don't know Trump didn't have that in 2016 yeah and, and she's already got run. big
1: balls and so it doesn't matter for someone like that
0: well, are you are you wondering if Ann Williamson has big balls? Or what no, do you I'm mean? not
1: wondering. I think she does.
0: Yeah, so she could have a shot if the Democrats allow her to debate Joe Biden or whoever runs. Yeah, and, I would yeah. watch that. Oh, for sure. For oh, I'd watch it. Mm-hmm. Next on the list. Well, we should skip Joe Biden and Donald Trump. People pretty yeah. much already know what yeah. they think about those two.
1: So on Nikki Haley, Nikki Haley. you put not as hot as Mary. <laughs> that was She's my note. She's not in her prime.
0: That's not what I meant, <laughs> but...
1: I think she's cute.
0: Is it bad that that's the first thing we're saying, though?
1: What, how someone looks?
0: Instead of evaluating their
1: No, competence. it matters.
0: No, it does. That was one of the big, so Ron DeSantis is the runner-up front runner. What is that in the GOP side? Trump's winning all the polls, but DeSantis is number two. People talk about him being too short. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: I think people, coming from a girl, I think people oversell the height thing. We love a short king as long as they carry themselves like someone who's eight inches taller. (laughs) And he does. Yeah, And he has broad shoulders. You know, that kind of what he lacks in height, he sort of makes up for in width. Not in a bad way.
0: So... I guess this is just a problem with me getting most of my news from podcasts. Uh-huh. I don't know what a lot of these people look like or move like or how they seem on camera. I hear sound bites, so I know what they sound like sometimes.
1: Yeah, he's kind of stocky. Okay. But not in a fat way, like a, oh, maybe he's chucked hay in his life before kind of way.
0: Yeah, I mean, he was in the military. You have to do some kind yeah. of physical fitness. push yeah. yeah.
1: Also, his wife. Is she pretty? Uh, you've not seen her. No. Are you being? No, I. Up, I don't. And she's had four kids, I think four, three or four. She brings a lot to the team. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that helps.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, cool. So, they look great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cute. Is uh, Nikki Haley married?
0: See, these are the questions. See, unfortunately, you
1: can run for president as a single, even divorced man, but you cannot run for president as a divorced woman. People would not look upon that well. Not saying I do. I think that's wrong.
0: Yeah, she's been married since 1996. Okay, cool.
1: To Michael. Michael. I think she has some kids our age. Like the fratty political... Republican kids that I used to run with, I think there's like six degrees of separation between me and her daughter.
0: Oh, that's cool. I'm mm-hmm. trying to find how old her kids are right now. She's got two.
1: But she very much feels like the teacher's pet girl in class, and I could never really yeah. like that girl. It was just annoying.
0: I, When we come down to whether we would vote for this person or not, mm-hmm. I think... It depends on what she says about my main holdup with her foreign policy. Like if she wants to distinguish Mm -hmm. herself from Ron DeSantis and says, no, we will be in Ukraine as long as it takes. We're going to
1: send our firstborn sons to Ukraine. Yeah, that's a hard no. She's a no for me overall. Very easy no.
0: I think she's close enough to generic Republican that, again, Marianne Williamson might be knee-jerk against the things that I generally support. Mm-hmm. Nikki is going to be pressured to support the things I like. Mm-hmm. And so in that sense, I'd be fine with it. But it depends on the war <laughs> thing because that's a deal breaker.
1: So what would it take to break the deal? What would you have to say?
0: Ukraine now, Ukraine tomorrow, Ukraine forever. (laughs) Tomorrow, Moscow. Well,
1: I hate to break it, it's gonna be a no.
0: (laughs) We're going to Taiwan. I'm gonna put as many boots, yeah, like (laughs) China, whatever that means. Mm -hmm. We're gonna take the South China Sea. We're gonna give. We're gonna arm the nuclear subs we just Mm -hmm. gave to Australia. (laughs) We're gonna make it Auk U.S. and Thailand and like. When the founders
1: wrote the Declaration of Independence, they intended for us to defend Taiwan with every military asset that we own.
0: The Monroe Doctrine protects (laughs) our allies in India and Ukraine and El Salvador. And like, yeah, just Mm -hmm. I'm worried about that. (laughs) (laughs) Insert
1: underdeveloped country here.
0: If I can envision the Republican running with Lindsey Graham as a running mate, I'm going to have some hesitation.
1: Ah, okay. Some That's reservation. A, Great. That's a good standard.
0: I guess we can, we don't have to ping pong back and forth. Do you want to stick with Republicans and then go to Democrats or what do you want to do?
1: Well, I was, yeah, we should stick with Republicans.
0: Okay. Next on my list is Mike Pence. I
1: know. I was just laughing at my nose <laughs> with Mike Pence. Okay. Back when I was even more stupid than I am now, I didn't read a lot. <laughs> and so I'd only heard people say the word milk toast. Yeah. And I thought they were literally saying milk space toast. And in the context in which it was used, I was applying the correct definition, but like just in a different way. When someone would call someone milk toast, I was just picturing like a glass of like white milk next to a plate of plain white toast. And I was like, oh, that is plain and boring.
0: That's where the word came from. That's what I was checking on the computer. Oh
1: wait! So I am stupid.
0: No. So it's a funny thing. People our age or younger journalists have been r- recently writing it as M I L K space T O S. Oh okay. So
1: this isn't an isolated problem. No. Good. Because it's good, one good, of those good. words okay. you only hear. It's like,
0: <laughs> apropos.
1: Yeah. I mean, we've talked about this before. Yeah. Yeah. Epitome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: But the funny thing is, even though it has. A pretentious spelling. It's M-I-L-Q-U-E-T-O-A-S-T.
1: Yeah, that is pretentious. Why don't they just say Milk Toast for the rest of us?
0: Because it was a name. It came out of this comic strip from like the 1920s. And it was named after this character. But his name came from cuisine. Which apparently Americans used to eat toasted bread and warm milk.
1: The more you know.
0: So... People would make fun of Gen Z journalists for writing Milk Toast and not but with the But we Q. were
1: on to something. <laughs> yeah,
0: but the original word came from that. So okay. it's kind of funny.
1: I say all of that because <laughs> when I think of Mike Pence, I think of Milk Toast. <laughs> I think of a tall, warm glass of milk from some Indiana cow. <laughs> um, yeah, it's boring.
0: Which is not unfair. But mm. what do you think about his role? The no, Pence well, rule, follow, the yeah, updated... His rule. Yeah.
1: Pence rule, which is like the modern branding of the... Um, Billy Graham rule. Billy Graham rule. Yeah.
0: So is that not sexist? Just for people who don't know what that is, it's he won't be alone with someone who's not his wife.
1: When that all happened, I think we were dating and yeah. you were uh, more based than I was at the time or... Grew up, and you were uh, more polished than I was.
0: I was having to cover it too, like every new story I was publishing on yeah. nuclear investigations, it was a uh, mess. But
1: even instinctively, like before I was a Christian and and married, with that perspective, I thought that it was crazy that it was controversial to not to have that rule. Like the rule made sense to me even before I went through, you know, becoming an adult. Oh, even before you When I was young and dumb, I thought that the Mike Pence rule was a good thing, particularly the drinking angle. I was thinking of my boss at the time, and I was like, no, I don't want to put myself in the position where I'm out alone with him at night drinking. That's weird. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, common sense (laughs) works together with the Mm -hmm. biblical command. It's not like it's just this arbitrary dictate.
1: I was working on a campaign, and I'm not going to say who it was for, but I was working on a campaign, and we were talking about the logistics of him getting from one place to the next,
0: and you were working communication, so yeah. it makes sense that you would need to talk with him.
1: Right. I was communication staff. And so, and I was the young, the young kid. Yeah. And I said, oh, I can volunteer to drive him from here to here. And everybody around the table, like, looked at me like I had yelled farted. some four-letter word. Yeah, or farted. Or <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't know what I had done. And then, thankfully, someone pulled me aside afterward and said, um, husband and wife, they follow this rule where they're not alone with a person of the opposite sex and i was like oh okay that's fine but then i was super embarrassed that i had even volunteered but i look back with so much respect for both of them and especially in the political world people are crazy like girls are crazy it's you know guys are horny and girls are crazy so just don't i don't know i mean we're going (laughs) to talk about this very simple precautionary rule i like it
0: well what do you say to those people that are worried that it's going to hold women back in their careers
1: Well, it is important to talk about, like, do I not have meetings alone with my boss in his office? That's impossible.
0: That's what they're saying. And so do you go full based and say, well, that's why you should be home? (laughs)
1: Uh, I don't know. I think it's good to have, mm, it's good to have, like, ideals or, like, defaults. Like, this is what we should aim for. And that way, at least we know if we're moving away from it, that we don't want to be moving in that direction.
0: Yeah, this is our rule of thumb. This is why Mm -hmm. we do things this way. It's like Chesterton's fence. You can get rid of this prohibition, but you have to tell me why it's there Mm -hmm. and why getting rid of it would improve things. Because we still have to deal with whatever problem it was put there Mm -hmm. to stop.
1: And I think... The further you move away from whatever that principle is, like if I'm in a meeting alone or I was asked to go do something and it's seemingly professional, I think as long as you don't uh, wade into any form of deceit with your spouse and you two can work that out amongst yourselves, then I think you're good to go. Like if I were to go to some event and we were in a car together alone or whatever I'd obviously tell you what I was doing not because I'm I'm just admitting I'm here alone but because I was like moving location or something yeah I don't think you have some routine outing with your boss where like the two of you go uh, golfing together (laughs) every Saturday morning and you lie about it to your spouse like obviously at that point
0: no I remember you've driven bosses to the airport before Mm -hmm. that kind of thing
1: Yeah, you knew I was doing that because I wasn't happy about it. Yeah,
0: it was a last minute thing. (laughs) I
1: think it's 11 p.m. at night. Anyway.
0: So, back to Mike Pence. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's nothing in his background that's disqualifying. I'd have to, I guess, check foreign policy, at least when he was in the Trump administration. It's not like he was undermining the we're not going to do any more war thing.
1: I think he's just Nikki Haley as a man.
0: That could be. And so I'd have the same reservation I did with him, except that I happen to know that he's connected with people that are smart. <laughs> uh-huh. Not that she's not. I mean like people that I like and trust. Yeah. And a lot of those people prefer Ron DeSantis to him, but I know some of the people he has around him are decent, so I trust that. I just happen to know that.
1: Well, I think his number one priority. Well, he's just he's the evangelical guy. Yeah. Right. So religious freedom I think would be like his yeah. stick. I feel like there's always one of those that runs on the ticket.
0: Yeah, last time, or maybe it was even the time before, was it uh, Rick Santorum? You know what? He's a bad example because in some ways Rick Santorum was the proto-Trump because he was the guy who was more willing to buck free market orthodoxy and say, no, we mm-hmm. need to help the Pennsylvania blue-collar people, yeah, steel you workers. you can't
1: trust any conservative that comes out of Pennsylvania.
0: <laughs> That's probably a good rule of thumb. Yeah, <laughs> Um, but I'm thinking more Mike Huckabee.
1: Oh, mm-hmm. was the evangelical guy. <laughs> I'm sure you're playing in the base. Vote for me. I'm, <laughs>
0: yeah. I'm a preacher. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can trust me. But look, last time we did that, it was Jimmy God Carter, is right? A
1: Republican.
0: Yeah, that kind of yeah. vibe. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm saying that, Jimmy Carter was great on deregulation, right?
1: Yeah, I don't want to insult his intelligence either. Mike Pence is not stupid.
0: No, like. not at all. And he's been working very hard to get to the position he's in. So it's yeah one of those tragic things where kind of like Hillary. She worked her whole life and was told she's going to be president one day. And then Donald Trump took it away in the same way. I think Trump might've taken that from Mike Pence being so close to him. There's no way he can be president now without having to fight his boss. And he's just not up for that. So next we have Chris Christie. So I think I said this before, but Back in twenty twelve, everybody said that was his moment. That's when he was at the height of his popularity. He was saying it like it was.
1: Everybody was saying that.
0: Yeah. I mean, everybody who wasn't a Ron Paul fan, yeah. They were all on the Christie train.
1: New Jersey guy. Okay.
0: Plain talking, he'd stand up to the unions. And not only that high school. His platform was entitlement reform. Mm. And he had plans. I don't know if (laughs) He had plans. He had plans. (laughs) I don't know if they were better or worse than whatever Paul Ryan was saying at the time, but he was going to fix Social Security and Medicare. And when you're talking about the issues that are big and important, when we talk about the federal debt and inflation, the biggest places where we spend money are on entitlements. And so any kind of fiscal reform is going to have to include those programs. And at the time, he was the only one willing to talk about it. Now it's completely off the table. Mm -hmm. In the GOP,
1: yeah. What is it? It's Social Security, Medicaid, and then Medicare. In terms of, I think which ones? Those two are flipped because the states pay for Medicaid somewhat, Mm -hmm.
0: but yeah, Social Security and Medicare are huge, Mm -hmm. and Medicaid along with them.
1: Don't tell the boomers.
0: And that's most of the budget. Well, yeah, and then the boomers yell at you. Well, I paid for it. I paid into that. Yeah, for your
1: grandparents, and now I'm supporting you. And there's a lot fewer of us than there are of you. Exactly. Ponzi scheme.
0: So I don't know if that's what he's running on now, but uh, to finish the thought, everybody was saying he should have been the nominee in 2012. Mitt Romney got it and he's run ever since and no one really cares. And so people are saying if DeSantis sits this one out, since he hasn't announced if he's running yet, he's going to end up like Chris Christie. He's super popular now, but this this is his his moment. Yeah. Gotcha. Even if he finishes out being a great governor in Florida, uh i would see him maybe like jeb bush he didn't please pick <laughs> Yeah, please <laughs> clap he didn't pick as many fights with the media as ron desantis obviously it was a different time but from all accounts jeb was a competent florida governor mm-hmm. and went nowhere and i don't know if that's because his last name was bush he was running against uh, trump but
1: i don't think it's fair to compare even just personality types no they're completely different DeSantis. i'm
0: I'm just saying you can be a competent governor and still not win. Mm -hmm. Scott Walker, Mm -hmm. there's more. Mm -hmm. Uh, Rick Perry. Yeah. Popular governors don't necessarily win. And since he's got all the attention now, I think it's either do or die for DeSantis now.
1: Well, how is Chris Christie any different than Nikki Haley or Mike Pence?
0: Oh, he's way worse than foreign policy. He's like with Graham or worse with the we need to invade Mexico and China and Iran and everything.
1: Lindsey Graham, not Billy Graham. Graham. No. Mm-hmm. not Billy Graham. No, <laughs> not Billy Graham. Because Chris Christie's not married, is he?
0: I think he is, oh. but Billy Graham was Arminian too, so we can't mm-hmm. do everything he liked.
1: Mm-hmm. He still has those commercials on Fox News, and it's like, oh, that's a uh, If you would take a, oh, if you would take a moment to pray with me, yeah, and accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you that's can important. call. Oh, I know I mean, your nice dad watches that all the time of all the commercials on Fox News I really do like that one.
0: <laughs> when you're ordering your my pillow
1: hi I'm William DeBain
0: so would you vote for Christie?
1: oh um no
0: yeah it's a hard no from me no even if I even if he does run on entitlement reform like as a Andrew Yang kind of thing like hey the whole world's gonna collapse if Mm -hmm. we don't do this. We're gonna have more banking failures if we don't get our fiscal house in order. We're gonna be even less in a position to respond to crises like that because we have all this entitlement weight around our necks. As right as he is on that, if he still believes that, I can't vote for him if he's gonna say, and with all the money we're saving, we're gonna go invade everybody. (laughs) It's a deal breaker.
1: Oh, we didn't do Mike Pence. Would you vote for Mike Pence? Yeah. You would?
0: If he... I mean, I'm pretty sure he's still, well, like I said, if he's like Nikki Haley and trying to distinguish Mm -hmm. himself from Trump on the foreign policy front, then no. And I think some of the things he said about Afghanistan make me worry about that. Yeah. But to the extent he's willing not to do Iraq War 2.0, like we're talking about, it's the 20th anniversary or whatever, they're trying to repeal the authorization for use of military force right now for Iraq. As long as Mike Pence isn't going to try and do more of that, I'm fine with him. Christy Nome, We have another governor.
1: Hotter than Marianne, you wrote. Or did that's I? That's what I wrote. Yeah, you wrote that. I wrote that. Do you think that's true?
0: Well, after I put that um, Nikki Haley and Chris Christie were not as hot as Marianne, I thought I had to keep going. <laughs> keep going.
1: As the measurement.
0: She's next on the list. So the first thing I said about each of these next candidates is whether Marianne was hotter.
1: Okay. So Marianne is just a hot, smart girl. But Christy Nome is a crazy hot girl.
0: So she's got like the Marjorie Taylor Greene
1: yes. crossfit. Well, she does crossfit. Right. And only crazy girls do crossfit. Okay. But this is a rule. Uh, Lara Trump does crossfit. Okay. You can see it in the eyes. I don't
0: know you just, who that is.
1: It's one of... She's married to I one mean, of Trump's a, sons. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. All beautiful, but like, it's too much. It's too... It, I mean,
0: it means she's strong, right? That's a vital... Yeah, um,
1: but CrossFit's like a cult.
0: Yeah. I and, used to... I wasn't ever part of a box, but I did some CrossFit workouts
1: in grad school. Okay, so CrossFit is like riding bicycles as exercise like the the crazy came first and then they're just attracted to these sorts of activities i couldn't tell you why
0: okay so this is your surface level impression of her but the only thing i know about her politically was that she got into a fight with the park service about having fireworks fireworks at mount rushmore
1: i mean that's pretty cool Yeah, that's pretty patriotic. Mm -hmm. She's
0: fighting to burn things and blow things up. That's pretty cool. Yeah, some
1: redneck politics.
0: Uh, But then she had a fight with the state legislature about a trans Trans sport bill. And I don't remember the details of that. But from what I could tell, she was on the wrong side of it. So I don't know Mm -hmm. what she's doing. I vaguely
1: remember that.
0: And I don't know that she's actually even running. I made this list based on who had filed with the FEC, and we're already past that. We've talked about all those people. But these are the people who answered Tucker Carlson when he was surveying potential presidential candidates about Ukraine, and she answered his survey, so she's at least thinking about running. Okay, what'd she say? I don't know. I just just know she answered it.
1: (laughs) Oh, and that was the hint that she was running. Yeah. Okay, Christy Nome to me feels a bit like Nancy Mace, the freshman conservative out of- South Carolina or North?
0: Pretty sure South. Didn't she run for Mick Mulvaney's seat? South.
1: Oh, okay. So South Carolina. Um, She was flagged as one of these people who's going to be super conservative, but then she got to office and on the social stuff, she's been really squishy. Yeah, she... I think it's because of her age.
0: She's 45.
1: Yeah, young enough. Okay. (laughs) Um, These younger women, I think, have been influenced by the postmodern post sexual revolution cultural polls. And so I think Nancy or I'm sorry, Christy Nome is like Nancy Mace in this way and might be soft on those things. Oh, I and see. I do agree that I believe this this is the most important election of our lifetimes. But I think this is obviously a critical election in terms of uh, you know, trans stuff in schools and how we define what a woman is and all of that. Like how can you Google how old? Uh, Christy Nome is.
0: Yeah. Well, I know the thing about Nancy Mace, not that she's running for president, but one of my jobs is reading the congressional record every day. Mm -hmm. And I remember one of the first, not one of the first things, but a big thing that Nancy Mace was pushing was in the wake of the Dobbs ruling overturning Roe, she wanted to pass a congressional resolution, making sure that women could get abortion out of state if it was Mm -hmm illegal at home and so that's a deal breaker for me
1: yeah there was another young republican woman running for state house i can't remember where and she made a lot of headlines because she wanted safe legal and rare abortion until about 15 weeks and so i think that's the risk with these younger women is that they fall prey to that movement and it's their oh well i'm kind of moderate way in okay so how old is she
0: Christy Noem is 51.
1: 51, yeah. I think young enough to, to, to potentially be of that same school of thought.
0: Three kids, married since 92. That's all good.
1: Yeah, good for her.
0: I remember, I guess we shouldn't talk about Nancy Mace anymore. Why? She was on Bill Moore and she joked that she was for gay marriage because everyone should be allowed to be as unhappy as she was. Oh, my God. I think she's been divorced once or twice. That's funny. Yeah. Next. Oh, so would you vote for Christy Noem? Or is she too crazy?
1: <sighs> I just, I don't know enough about her. Yeah, we need to see the debate. Like a vibe check? Yes?
0: Yeah. I'll put her with Nikki Haley and Mike Pence. We'll see.
1: Um, yeah. Yeah. Light yes.
0: Next is Greg Abbott. Not hotter than Marianne. Governor of Texas. Not
1: horrible looking. No, not
0: horrible looking, but this is yeah. my standard. Marianne is hotter. Uh, <laughs> uh It seems like, and this is just how it is, he might have been more popular if Ron DeSantis didn't exist. Yeah. But now it seems like Texas and Florida are in a competition to see who can be more based. Mm-hmm. And most of what Greg Abbott does seems like a reaction to DeSantis. More so than coming from his own drive to do yeah. big things.
1: He seems similar to me as DeSantis in terms of I think they're both nerds first. I think they're both yeah. very like policy first kind of guys. I would not say that they are populists first. I think
0: DeSantis more so than Abbott though for sure.
1: Yeah, but that, like they really care about the weeds.
0: Oh, 100%.
1: I don't know if that's like a governor thing or if it's just unique to these two or maybe they're both lawyers. Maybe it's why both of them are popular because it actually makes them good at their jobs.
0: Yeah. They have to understand why they support the policies they do.
1: But I think he's unlike DeSantis and that he's not a trailblazer.
0: No, I think he's following and I don't think he's as charismatic. Yeah. And that matters.
1: That lumped in there too. But he's a yes for me. Very easy, yes.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't I'd have to see again what he thinks about foreign policy, but I don't see anything disqualifying so far if he ends up running.
1: There's just nothing about him that's enthusiastic.
0: Yeah. I mean he was I don't growing up in Texas, I don't remember anything egregious. Yeah. I don't really need that a from bar. a candidate,
1: but a lot of other people do.
0: Yeah. Next is Tim Scott.
1: Uh, <laughs>
0: Going back to South Carolina. then don't i'll say uh he's i don't know if this is unhelpful but i put him in the same category uh kind of like vivek ramaswamy he's saying my parents worked hard and now look at me i'm a senator i've got this great position i can do good things for the country um he's led on some good legislation did he do the first step act was he part of that coalition with Cory Booker and I think all
1: of that? so. And he was also working really hard to try and draft some police reform bill with the GOP and the Democrats, and Mm-mm. it kind of just fell to the wayside. Yeah, no one.
0: Yeah, the new cycle moved on.
1: Tim Scott seems like a very cool guy. A very, I genuinely mean that. I would go get beers with him. He seems like a cool guy to hang out with. Would he have all of the support if he wasn't black? no no so what are we doing
0: that's embarrassing but i it is embarrassing that sucks yeah because he's he seems like a genuinely talented guy what i mean and i think he's good in the senate he seems to have a pretty good voting record
1: one of the coolest things i think he ever did was when george all the george floyd stuff was happening he came out on the floor and he gave a speech and he said And I like it when people, you know, call out people within their own party. You know, um, let's have a, what is that called? Something check.
0: Vibe check, gut check.
1: He was doing, yeah, a gut check of his own party because everyone was just being anti whatever the left was saying about George Floyd and policing and crime. And he said, as a black senator, I get pulled over by Capitol Police frequently. And they think that I have stolen my own car. They bully me about things that I've not done and they treat me disrespectfully until they see my pen, the little pen that senators, yeah, yeah, that congressmen wear. And it's a really cool speech and it's makes you like sit down and take notes. I thought that was one of the coolest things that he's done.
0: But I don't know that that's enough to be president.
1: No, no, it's not. And
0: so I'll hear him out. Mm hmm. I mean if he's got some ideas better than mm-hmm. Ron DeSantis or Donald Trump, okay, let's see.
1: I think he's a light yes for me just because I admire his character so much. Yeah. But policy, yeah, I don't see how he's different from yeah. your average
0: average GOP, as what I'd say. Conservative Inc. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: In a similar vein, uh Mike Pompeo, who you know a little more. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I met Mike Pompeo when he was running, or no, in his first term, because he's from Kansas. Mm -hmm. So in his first term as a Kansas congressman, I met him and he was very on when we met. And he said, I'm just a one-term kind of guy. I'm just a businessman from middle America. And now he's running for president after being secretary of state and yada, yada. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Well, in the first giveaway that said he was thinking about running is he had bariatric surgery. Mm-hmm. So we should say Tim's got as hot as Marianne. What do you think? No, okay. but good looking. Okay. Mike Pompeo, no. Marianne hotter.
1: No, but I'm proud of him for, look, he looks good.
0: Yeah. And it, it wasn't just the surgery. I think, or did he have surgery? Was it surgery or a radical diet? Now I'm contradicting myself. I don't know. Google he lost it. a lot of weight.
1: He lost a lot of weight. I think it was mostly from diet. I watched a few interviews about it.
0: Yeah, he lost ninety pounds in six months, he said. Wow. With nutrition and exercise.
1: Okay, cool. What is bariatric surgery?
0: Like having a tummy band. tuck or a lap band or that's a catch all term for And that's what all they're all recommending
1: for kids now? Is the lap band thing?
0: Yeah. That's or crazy. the gastric sleeve where they make your stomach artificially smaller so you oh feel full. That's nuts. Right. So what's that going to do over the course of 60 years if you have it done as a kid?
1: What material is the band? Like, is it just, are we putting plastic I, in people's I, bodies? I imagine.
0: Or some kind of mesh.
1: <sighs>
0: so hopefully titanium or whatever, but then that's not flexible. So I don't
1: Yikes. know. Okay.
0: Well, he's a hard no for me. We don't really need to talk yeah, about no. more. He's <laughs> no. with the Lindsey Graham wing of the party.
1: He's the Wicked Witch of the West.
0: And I think that does it for Republicans. I mean, y'all already know what we think about Trump and DeSantis. Those were the remaining people. Other yeah, they're yes and yeses for me. So doing the Democrats quickly because we've gone long. Mm-hmm. Joe Biden hasn't even announced that he's going to run for re-election, but it's assumed that he and Kamala will be at the top of that ticket again if they beat Marianne. <laughs> and every—so—
1: wouldn't you love to see Kamala debate Marianne?
0: Yes, that would be wonderful.
1: Ukraine is a country and it's a very big country by Russia. And then Marianne. It's like, you need to pray on that, sister.
0: The vibes are all wrong. <laughs> so we know that that's going to be a disaster. I didn't, I voted for Trump over Biden last time, and nothing has happened in the interim to make me. <laughs> Rethink that choice So if I have to do it again, I would As much as I don't want that And I think I can be clear about that I'd rather not have to pick between those two But it wouldn't be hard for me to do that again That being said, there are other options on this list Andrew Yang ran as a Democrat last time But he started his own party since then He's now the head of the Forward Party And he was on Bill Maher last weekend and it was hilarious because Bill Maher said, Ooh, fresh ideas, not Democrat or Republican.
1: <laughs> Edgy. That
0: sounds vague and exciting.
1: <laughs> if Nikki Haley was the girl, the know it all girl in high school who was brown nosing the teacher to get an A because she had to be valid Victorian, Andrew Yang is the guy on all of the chat boards doing, like pushing his glasses up with the actually meme. And I dislike both of them for the same reason. Yeah.
0: And the biggest takeaway I had from the Bill Maher appearance was his big thing last time he ran was the universal basic income. Mm-hmm. And Bill Maher asked him several times about that and whether he still supported it. And he wouldn't say yes or no. Right. And if that's all people know you for <laughs> and you don't still support it, and there's been even more AI developments with chat GPT and whatever... That's a huge red flag. Why are you not talking about that? Anyway, he's saying now that... Maybe
1: you should give some background on why he was the UBI guy.
0: Oh, he was talking about how automation, specifically with self-driving cars, was going to put... a. A bunch of truck drivers out of work, and that's the biggest source of blue collar labor we have right now. There's a ton of people employed in the trucking industry, and that would be a huge economic disruption. And he was worried about what we would do with these people once automation came in.
1: And that's a similar talking point parodied by J.D. Vance and the oh yeah, the middle America kind yeah. of anti-capitalist conservatives, if you'll call them that.
0: The the generally Trumpy America first guys, mm-hmm. the national conservatives, I yes. think is what they call themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that he was right in line with all of that. But now he's not, even when AI is threatening more jobs. Maybe it's because self-driving cars didn't pan out like we're still mm-hmm. far away from that. But it's coming for a lot of other jobs that are just going to be disruptive, mm-hmm. maybe even more so because they'll be in cities. And if you have a bunch more unemployed people in cities, that's going to be And that's where he's from.
1: So when he lost, after he lost in 2020, he ran for New York City mayor, lost. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to figure out the whole like blue hat emoji thing. So Andrew Yang had a hat, like the MAGA hat, but it was a math hat and oh, it stood no. for Make America Think Harder. Oh, no. <laughs> so so then, just cringe. Well, yeah. So then the blue hat was like a way to signal on social media that you were part of the Yang gang. And then I <laughs> think, I couldn't verify this um, <laughs> through Google at least. Probably should have used DuckDuckGo. I think people are using it ironically now to like make fun of Andrew Yang on Twitter. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, and it's also used... By Gen Z, at least according to the internet. I don't know how true this is that it's used for like cap, like to call someone out for a lie. You know how you say like no cap, like yeah, I'm telling the truth. This is what's up. So, anyway, that's my blue hat means boomerism <laughs> for the day. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um,
0: the one thing I liked that he said on Bill Maher, he said the reason he's not focused on things you might have heard before is because he thinks the only way to solve America's problems is to break up the two-party system, which, of course, he'd say that is leading That's just a new such party. such
1: an old stick.
0: It is, but he pointed to Alaska. They got rid of partisan primaries, and Sarah Palin lost to that Democrat mm-hmm. in the House. Mm-hmm. And Lisa Murkowski was the only one who voted in favor of Trump's impeachment that is still a Republican in the Senate. And so he's saying those electoral reforms in Alaska and Maine are a way forward for the country, and that's what he's running on. He's doing electoral reform instead like of economic. ranked choice? Yeah. So instead of having a closed primary where you'd have all the Republicans pick the most Republican Republican and all the Democrats pick the most liberal Democrat and then fight, the ranked choice voting would have everybody vote for everybody in order of preference, and that theoretically will yield more moderate candidates. And I get why that would have an appeal to people who don't like partisan bickering and who think that technocracy is the way forward.
1: Oh, I was going to say I liked ranked choice. Does that make me a squish?
0: Yeah. And that's okay. You should say that in the mic. We should have this conversation.
1: I like ranked choice voting. And that's Just fine. based on instinct, but maybe I'm wrong. So, I
0: don't. <laughs> It's one of those things I would like to like, and I agree with all of the Mm, criticisms. I agree with all the criticisms of the current primary process and how it tends to reward, you could say, irresponsible behavior, the kind of clown show aspect of our politics. If you can get the most likes on Twitter, the most virality, you'll have a better chance of winning versus having the best policies. (laughs) I'm not convinced that ranked choice voting fixes that, You have to appeal to a broader base, but the way you do that is often by watering down your message. So we're generally conservatives just because when I use that word, people know what that means. But if you analyze it etymologically, you and I don't like a lot of what's going on, and so we're not trying to conserve it. We're trying to change it. And if you have a moderate person, they, by definition, are not going to do what I think needs to be done.
1: I think the reason that My gut instinct is to support ranked choice voting is because I see a lot of overlap. If we were to make a Venn diagram among young libertarian or small government minded people like you and me and progressive types, the things that we agree on drug reform, um, anti-war sentiment, having skepticism towards big pharma or big industry. There's a lot. That's a that Venn diagram. There's a lot of purple between the blue and the red. Now, the things that are outside that overlap are in stark opposition. But I think if you had ranked choice voting and maybe this is just I'm being too much of an optimist that we would have enough people with that overlap in positions of government to make a difference on those things. And at least we'd be moving forward in some direction
0: that's a little too vague for me to okay. say one way or the other. But I w- as far as it goes, yeah, that's the hope. And I think we would need more empirical data to know if that's what happens. So Let I don't me- know how that representative in Alaska has voted since then. I know I hate how Murkowski votes a lot of the time.
1: I do not like moderates. I don't want to elect moderates. That's not what I mean. I want to elect principled people who know what they believe and for what reasons And I think there are principled people on very opposite ends of the spectrum, or I think the political compass is more accurate. They're very on opposite sides of that. But the people that we are aligned with are generally anti-authoritarian. Yeah, fair. And so I'm thinking of in Congress, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, AOC, and Massey, for example, Thomas Massey, would agree on issues like congressmen should be mandated to have 72 hours at least to read bills that they should be mandated to read the text of the bill before they vote on it they're anti-big pharma like i said they're anti-big ag
0: didn't they both vote against funding israel's iron dome
1: yes they did do that but
0: that was for opposite (laughs) reasons which goes back to me being worried about moderates I think most of the people that would make it through ranked choice voting would be on autopilot and let all of that go through. But AOC and Massey would vote against that. Her because she really, really likes Palestinians and is (laughs) part of that liberationist ideology. Massey because he doesn't want any kind of foreign aid when we have a bunch of problems here. They're both coherent reasons, but they're not the same. We have a bunch more Democrats to get through.
1: What you're trying to say is wrong Wrong. Okay. Um, I'm not
0: for the forward party. I'm for the backward party. Like (laughs) C.S. Lewis and Calvin Coolidge.
1: Like way, way, way back.
0: Yeah. And not. (laughs) Yeah. Like that was the stupid critique of make America great again. Like even I think it was. I don't think Clarence Thomas said it in this context, but he's talking about. Well, I don't know why you would want to go back. I didn't have civil rights until 64 whatever. It's not literally yeah moving back in time it's preserving the principles that led to Mm -hmm. applying the declaration of independence to everybody
1: yeah make america think harder jace yeah no (laughs) moving on i think we should just run through the last few as like yes or no's okay so is andrew yang is a no no
0: yeah gavin newsom (laughs) governor of california no hotter than marianne though
1: Mm, no, he's like like sinister. Kendall. Looking, but like with Sharking. bad intentions. Oh. Like Kendall who wants to drug you at the bar.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, no, not hot. Mm-mm. No, he's trying to be DeSantis, but on the on woke the side. Yeah. yeah. Who so is no.
1: J.B. Pritzker?
0: Same thing. He's kind of like the, he's the Greg Abbott to Gavin Newsom's Ron DeSantis. He's trying to do... Woke things as governor of Illinois, um, like DeSantis is, or like Newsom's doing woke things in California. He's a big uh, union guy. So
1: I'm trying to look up a picture to show you what
0: he's big. He's like Chris like Christie. Fat? Yeah.
1: Mm. Sometimes you can make that work.
0: He's a billionaire. I'm pretty sure he's an heir to something. I
1: Does your phone work? Mine. Yeah, let me look. Pass. He looks possibly nice.
0: No. He's not nice. So there was a headline I remember from a few months ago when Ron DeSantis was fighting with the college board about the African-American studies class curriculum. Okay. For the AP class. Uh J.B. Pritzker was mad and said, no, college board, you need to keep it woke or make it woker. When DeSantis was saying, take out the critical race theory.
1: his net worth is 3.6 billion dollars. Yeah. yeah. He's just a rich kid who like is down with the corruption in Illinois. Anyone from Illinois is corrupt in my mind. The Chappo um,
0: guys were hoping that he could have enough swagger to go toe-to-toe with Trump.
1: He looks like he might though, actually, now that you say that. Like yeah. he, I feel like he's a, what would you call a straight talker kind of vibe. Um he also looks like he knows how to grill. Like grill a <laughs> really good. Um or, like smoke, some meats, yeah, ah, uh, okay, I agree with that analysis. I've been convinced not to like him, but that he could compete with Trump.
0: He's gonna be a no from me, uh, yeah, no, but uh, what about Gretchen Whitmer, Governor of Michigan? no, 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 no no, she was on t v recently saying she might have gotten a few things wrong during covid, such as making it to where you couldn't buy seeds <laughs> in the, yeah.
1: Home depriving you of your livelihood might have been a, just a teeny tiny mistake i'm really sorry about that moving on we've
0: learned some <laughs> things i was trying to protect you so she's a no but last on our list well not last ah we have three more okay Rokana. he has said this... he's going to support biden so he might <laughs> not run but he has a new book out and he oh, seems to be positioning there himself a new
1: book He's really good on war. Yeah. He's squishier than I... He's a squish. He's, he's a, a progressive. squish. He's a progressive. Well, but a squish for the party. Yeah. So that's a risk. Um, but his instinct on war and Big Pharma is on point.
0: Yeah, he's very smart. He's not, Yeah. He's not like uh, Adam Schiff.
1: You know, I think he's like probably the Tim Scott... <laughs> I'm not saying this because he's um a <laughs> But he's I think he's like the Tim Scott of the Democratic lineup. Okay. I really like him as just a dude, but
0: you're saying so I also like some of pick. his
1: policies. I also really dislike some of his policies because he's yeah. like universal health care. Yeah, I yeah. see him similar to Tulsi Gabbard.
0: Oh okay
1: um I think they're good on the same things but then bat on the same things.
0: Yeah, I'd put him in the same camp as Marianne.
1: Except I think he's probably just pro-woke as default. Yeah, Mm -hmm. right.
0: So I think he, I'd put him with Marianne, and...
1: I think he's a bit more intellectual than Marianne. He's more
0: intellectual, but I'm saying just if I had to pick their policies, they're probably close.
1: And he represents Silicon Valley, so I'd have to imagine that he'd have some good financial backing. I'm sure he does. Yeah.
0: It's still a no. And I think Marianne's hotter.
1: I want to, like, give him a yes, but...
0: Well, we can wait and see. Uh, Maybe he'll surprise us.
1: Yeah. I'm an undetermined on Rokana. We have two more. Yeah. These
0: are dark horses. Uh, No and no. Bernie might run again. Yeah. And I think if the DNC hadn't shot him in the foot, he would have maybe won outright without those allegations of... Electoral fraud. Yeah, it was a bit of a Ron Paul
1: 2008 kind of thing. Yeah,
0: same vibes. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And, oh, you know what? We didn't even mention Pete Buttigieg.
1: Oh, Pete. But I
0: I think he just moved to Michigan technically, even though he works in D.C., so that he could run for Senate against Elise Slotkin. Yeah.
1: You know what makes me feel slimy about Pete is that he really wants it. Yeah. And I don't like a guy that really wants it. Not hot. In all the ways that that could be interpreted.
0: But then Mm -hmm. the Democrats are scared. They're feeling like they're stuck with the Crypt Keeper or whatever. Insert metaphor here for Kamala. Two people they don't want in office. But the people we've gone through so far don't have universal support within the party. They need someone, an outsider. Someone who's charismatic Oprah. who has some institutional backing Oprah said she wouldn't run. But who, like Oprah, is a uniter with at least one bestseller and several documentaries?
1: Do you think the mic is picking that up?
0: It definitely is. I heard it in my headphones. Odin is upset as I'm building <laughs> no, up No, he's like, yeah. This he's, candidate. Add, he's ready to go. Adding to the flair. Uh, Michelle Obama mm. might come back. And Michael Obama, as much as... Oh my gosh. God. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I'm not. Gonna... Do you remember watching that YouTube video? That was like an hour and a half long. And it's like trying to convince you that Michelle was really a man. It was like, look how long her ring finger yeah, is stupid. only men's ring fingers are longer than their middle fingers. And they had like all these snapshots of Michelle. She's really a man. Stupid. Look at the bulge coming out. Uh, yeah. No. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Uncomfortable Chase memes me. from 2016. <laughs> um, yeah, but they're saying that her memoir, Becoming, or whatever it was, that was a bestseller for all that time, which I don't understand why anyone would read a book like that. Yeah. Yeah. You, are you saying you don't even know? Yeah. Was it was far a, too
1: into the normie sphere for runaway me.
0: Runaway bestseller. Yuck. From everything I can see, which could be wrong, people love her. Mm. And I think it's because she gets all of the good vibes from the Obama era, but mm. she wasn't responsible for anything. Right. And so we'd have to see what she was like if she ends up running. But for a Democrat party that's struggling to find a champion, I've, she might be the best candidate there.
1: I've seen her do like the interview circuit, and it's very easy for her to now go around and post game analysis of yeah. her time in the White House. It's very, you know, popular for her to do the whole, well, I didn't have locks and the white house because i didn't think that the american people would be okay with it you know it was the i was the first black first lady and so i chemically straightened my hair and it's very Mm. easy for her to like do the whole racial like i had to play soft because i didn't want to be the angry black lady in the white house and everybody loves it and gets all these social shares and and all that
0: so does that mean she's gonna be angry on the campaign (laughs) i don't
1: know i kind of like some of the stuff she says in the interviews but eh.
0: I've never listened, but it's, it's going to be a no. If she's anything like her husband, no.
1: Yeah. No.
0: We're singing all day and you can't tame it.